0: Down to business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. On News Talk. So my next guest was on the show two years ago talking to me about creativity. He's Mark Simmons and he's just published a new book which I think you might be interested in as it's called Beat Stress at, at Work. How to balance your ambition with your anxiety. Good morning, Mark Simmons. How are you? Uh, Bobby, uh, good to speak to you again.
1: I uh, hope that you're well.
0: I'm very well and it's great to talk to you, Mark. Um... Maybe we just look at a couple of things, Mark. Do you think that people are more stressed now in work than they were previously, you know, when we analyse it sort of post-pandemic?
1: Yeah, I think people were on the uh, on the way to getting more stressed. I mean, we had the pandemic coming along for sure, and that made things doubly worse. But I think that just the nature of work and how, how things are going was making people more and more stressed. And in effect, I started writing the book, before before the pandemic hit so kind of it was a trend taking place already i think
0: so like lots of things a trend that was already taking place gets accelerated because yes. of the pandemic okay yes correct well, one of the things you emphasize in terms of beating stress at work is creativity can you can you tell us more about that and maybe explain the link between non-stress and creativity.
1: Yeah, that's great, I mean, it's just a strange one here because my day job is I work in creativity training. Um, that's what I do um, in between the hours of nine and five. But the, the problem is unfortunately that um, creativity and stress are not a great mix. So like in the workplace, if you find yourself perpetually having to meet deadlines, you kind of got too much work on your plate, it's just not good for, for the brain. So the, the, the brain doesn't react well to pressure, to deadlines, because the, like, the neurotransmitters need some peace and quiet to basically be at their very, very best. So the kind of situation right right now where, um, ironically, I, the pandemic gave us a bit of a sort of a way out because what happened in the pandemic, we all started working from home. Now the big, the big talk is all about hybrid working. And I think that what we've got is a great chance now to kind of t- to rethink how we work to make sure that we can be in situations and environments that are much, much better suited to our creative thinking. So, so right now it kind of pains me that our, our government are basically trying to persuade everyone we must go back into the workplace as it was in, 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 in sort of yesteryear. But that's not the best place to be creative. The, 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 the workplace is probably the, the worst place for creativity to happen because it's probably the most stressed out place where we, where we currently work.
0: But surely, uh, Mark, some stress at work is good or at least necessary. Like, it, it can't be all plain sailing. And, you know, you know, if there's no stress, is there an indication that one mightn't be working terribly hard? Yeah, no, there's a,
1: there's a clear difference between good and bad stress um so good stress is when you're kind of ready on your on your on your ready steady go kind of on on your on your mark on your tender hooks just about to go into battle so to speak it's a bit like the rugby today you know the, i know you've been talking about the lens again the today they're going to be in a situation hopefully of good stress just before the whistle goes yeah to kick off but then bad stress creeps in when basic stress gets to a point a bit like kind of almost the dripping cap syndrome, where you get drip, 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 drip. And there comes a point where the brain simply can't cope with the pressure that you're actually under. And at that point, the good stress becomes bad stress. Okay. So for sure there is good stress.
0: So can you maybe give some of our listeners just some straightforward tips on combating stress in the workplace? and or And that workplace can either be in the office or indeed at home. So... What, yeah, what, think, what are you saying in terms of some tips around combating stress? Okay, well, I mean, the first thing, ironically, is,
1: is kind of what, what happens before you go into the workplace. So it's almost before you choose your workplace. So, so in my book, I talk a lot about the importance of alignment. So trying to find the job that you love. So like the, the job that you're in right now, my guess, by the sound of it, you love your job, so if you I do actually, your, yeah. you know and and it sounds that you sound like you really love you look you're very good at it. you love your job so you're in a starting point where actually you're probably in the right place it's like any relationship if you've got two people together and they don't share the same kind of values, the same kind of needs, the same kind of motivations, then that won't last. So the first thing, ironically, is not what happens in the workplace, it's what happens before you choose your job itself. So my first tip is to try to make sure that you're aligned with the work that you're in. That's good advice. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, okay, once you're in your job, there'll be times when you'll get stressed, I get stressed, but that's a question of how you manage yourself in the workplace. And when I, when I had my bad sort of mental illness years ago, there was a lovely coach who said to me, Mark, Basically, you know, life is like a staircase. It's always gonna be slightly rickety. You can't help that. Things are gonna happen. But what you've got to make sure is you have gotta make sure you've got your balances in place. And the balances in place were just the basic hygiene factors to make sure that when things do start getting a bit kind of like stressful, you can react. So for example, you know, are you are you socializing? Are you sleeping well? Are you basically exercising enough? Are you not working too hard? Have you got somebody who's got your back? So in my case, my wife now is 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 always there as my kind of almost stress police. If that kind of makes sense. Okay. So when she starts starts to see me slowly starting to I don't know, not not smile quite so much, not eat so well, she'll kind of give me the nod and she'll say Mark, you know, things are, are starting to slip a bit here. So these are the bannisters in place and everyone's got different sets of bannisters. And some for some people medication is a bannister. Okay, right. so I don't mind admitting that I still take, you know, antidepressants because that kind of helps keep me on an even keel. So get your balances in place.
0: Okay, that's, that's. Uh, and in, how did you actually heal, Mark? Uh, how was your journey to recovery after that stress incident that you, you mentioned there a yeah, number of years ago?
1: big, big breakdown many years ago. But fundamentally, it's putting those two things into practice. I mean, really is. I said, okay, so, okay right, so I got into a really bad way because I was in the wrong job for me. It didn't fit. Okay, I was basically a fish out of water. So I found the work environment that worked for me. And then forever since, I kind of made sure that I got my balances in place and I kind of revisit them. So, you know, it's it's those two things side by side have meant that um, it's not recovering. You're never cured necessarily from mental illness or from stress. You kind of, I've always going to have underlying anxiety. Okay, that's that's my mental disorder that I've got. Yeah. Most people have got something. So it's a question of how you best manage it. So that's why the, the subtitle of the book is how to balance your ambition with your anxiety.
0: Yeah,
1: Because we all want to do well, but we all might have a little bit of underlying anxiety.
0: Just finally, can I mention, you mentioned what you call the worry gene. And I know people <laughs> yeah. who maybe have this where they you know, they worry unnecessarily sometimes about stuff. Is that something that you just get or you're unlucky enough or, you know, that you're just chosen to have or is it is it something that you can acquire? What's your thoughts on that? Well, my, yeah, that's a good question. But I mean, the worry gene you won't find in any medical dictionary,
1: by the way. That's just my way of talking. But I think a lot of us basically are natural, naturally anxious people. My mother was actually anxious so i kind of think if you think about the kind of the, the genetic tree the genetic heredity tree you know i basically got picked out on that one there yeah. whereas other members so, so i think you might be the unlucky one here you might have the anxiety the worry gene then it's a question say okay if you've got that you've got it it might not go away how do you best manage okay it? but the, but the thing is you can still be ambitious that's the listen. Big
0: we're glad you're well mark and it's great writing <laughs> great. and great to hear you great to hear you in such good form as well so yes. we'll talk to you soon
1: Good luck with the rugby.
0: Cheers. Down to business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11
1: on News Talk.